Welcome to the Pituitary Podcast, exclusively produced by Pituitary World News. This is Jorge Fascinetti. We welcome once more to the Pituitary World News microphones, Rissa August, our super athlete friend and contributor, to talk about her new book, The Road Unpaved and the lessons and shifting perspectives, as she describes it in her promotional sheet, a pituitary disease like acromegaly gives you. In her book, she deals with the disease's demand and gives us a very transparent look at those experiences. This is our chat. Hello, Rissa. Welcome again to the Pituitary Podcast. (laughs) Uh, It's always great to be back here, so I'm so grateful uh, yeah. to be here. So it's good to see you. I know we, we chat often and I am um, very aware that uh, your book was published uh, recently and it's in, on, the, uh, uh, on the market right now so people can, can order it and we'll give, them, uh, we'll give people information to do that. Uh, but I, I, th- I think I wanted to start asking you first, first how you're doing and two, to tell us a little bit about um, what was the experience like of writing the book. How did, you know, how did that come together and, and uh, you know, how, how hard was it? Yeah. I could think it's a daunting thing. To, it is know. very daunting. <laughs> I almost threw in the towel several times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, I am still dealing with my acromegaly symptoms every yeah. day. Uh, of my life, it seems. And I think we talked about the other day about how um, you get to a point of acceptance. And, you know, for so long, I think I was fighting. uh, Like, no, no, I'm determined to get back to the place I was, the person I was. And I quickly, like, well, I wouldn't say quickly. I've I've finally come to terms with, okay, well, that's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, and... So now it's all about embracing mm-hmm. this new person that I've become. And so uh, my book talks a little bit about that journey and, or maybe a whole lot about that journey, but um, it was a challenging um, experience for me to write this book because we're always changing, right? And we're always, every day is different and everything, every day presents something new and, um and I'm an overly detailed person, as you know, Jorge. Mm-hmm, and so yes. I wanted all the details in there. Um, thank you. Thank goodness for my editor who was like, Rissa, we need to cut this down. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> and, yeah. and so, you know, and there was just so many things going on in my life at that time. Uh, aside from, um, you know having this pituitary tumor and acromegaly, you know, and then you have life on top of that. Yeah. And so it's, so there was all this going on and it was, um, and it was still kind of happening as I was writing the book and I so badly wanted to write it the way I wanted it to happen. But, um, but I had to really speak to the truth of what, what was true for me. Hmm. Did you find it cathartic? And by that I mean um, that it made you think about things that you would have otherwise not thought about or 
deal with some things as you're writing them that made it easy to become the new you, let's say? Yeah, wow, that's a big, good question. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it. That way. <laughs> no, it's a good one. It's a good question. But yeah. um, I'll tell you why, but while you think about it. Mm -hmm. Because when I wrote an article for the book on acromegaly that, that Dr. Blevins and Aggie edited, Mm -hmm. Going through it was really interesting because I had to go back, you know, maybe eight, uh, ten years from from the the event, you know, and I realized how f how far away it was from that that point, you know, the 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 day they tell you what you have, and how less uh, I, I felt as a patient mm -hmm. and more as because I understood like you did at some point in the grieving process that you it, there's a new person in there and you have to deal with it and it, there's a new normal that you live with and who you are so i'm wondering if the book had that kind of effect on you yes for sure i think in some ways out of self-preservation i disassociated from a lot of it yeah but then but then when i the book kind of developed and and became more of this solidified story i noticed um, through the kind of revisions and editing process, I still very much got emotional over certain parts mm -hmm. of my story. Sure. And which, uh, yeah, leads me to believe like, okay, is, is there some unfinished business there? Or is, is there some things I need to acknowledge that I kind of, you know, put to the side? You know, yeah, just yeah. to survive, just to get through <laughs> and to not feel so overwhelmed. So uh, do you have a favorite part of, of this? <laughs> I, I should say I read the book and it's very good. It's excellent. <laughs> And, and I know, um, you know, you wrote an, a chapter that's called Jorge, so <laughs> I would urge everybody to read the book, but not that chapter. No, it's great. <laughs> no, the chapter is great. It really, it really fits nicely. And thank you for all the nice things you said, by the way, in the book. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. oh my gosh, you were yeah. such a beacon for me. Like, I, yeah. I felt so lost in this world of pituitary tumors and acromegaly and pharmaceuticals and insurance and like I had no idea so yeah. pituitary world news and you were a huge um blessing in all of that because well, and I think that that's kind of the shared goal that we all have yeah. is like helping other people who were lost like me like yeah where yeah. do I find information about this? Where yeah. do I even start? What are my yeah. options? So, yeah. so yes. Yeah, so, um, but I forget what the initial the, question, the question was. <laughs> was there a favorite part? Did you have a favorite uh, part? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh, I, that's hard to say. Um, I. It was so fun. Um, kind of developing the characters and stuff. Um, yeah. Because. I do kind of name people, you know, I tuck things in the back of my head and yeah. that's, this person makes me think of that. So, so that was a fun thing, but favorite part, gosh, I don't know. Um, okay, how about the hardest to write? What was it that, what was the hardest? Oh, the hardest to write was um, probably um, actually around my diagnosis. I even feel myself getting a little emotional yeah. about that right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, 
it was, I just remember how validating it was to, to hear my doctors. Oh gosh, sorry, I'm getting yeah. emotional. No, that's okay. <laughs> so just to, but to have that validation of like, you're not crazy. You're like, yeah. Cause I knew something was off, but I had no idea what. And so that, so that still was a, it was, it felt good to put that on paper and write it and, but man, emotionally, it's still hard. And then, of course, um, talking about my divorce is, yeah. is still very emotional for me as yeah, well. Yeah, you, you were very honest, and that book is very transparent. So I, I, I would guess that, that it's, it's a hard thing to do because you're putting it out there. Oh, my gosh. Very scary. Very, like, I had... I, I mean, my stomach was a knot before the release, release date. Yeah, I, I just was like, oh my gosh, like, are people not going to, are they going to stop liking me? Am I going to lose friends, family? Like, I, I was definitely yeah. Well, very, I, yeah. yeah. I think nervous. it's awesome that you did it, and I can understand, totally get how hard it, it can be to write those things. Um, so, yeah. so congratulations and kudos, <laughs> and kudos for doing it because I think you know I, we're going to put a, a link to the book so people can see it and find it and and to reach you if they want to. Uh, but I I think uh, it's really a must read if you have this disease or really any rare disease, uh, and you are going through dealing with these sort of things and life changing. Um, uh, things that happen uh i think it's it's a it's it's it would be very helpful to people to to read it oh uh, thank you just how you dealt with it no let alone the fact i'm always i'm still impressed by it but the fact that you rode your bike from mexico i mean from canada to mexico <laughs> in the middle of an acromegaly uh you know treating treatment yes holy oh cow anyway that's the <laughs> so i know you have other plans uh in the, in the works another uh, adventure so let's talk about those and and, uh, and and what you've been doing since uh since we last chatted i think it was well when you did yeah. i think when you let the last podcast was when you were in the middle of your ride or right after your you yeah, finished the middle that ride. san francisco yeah 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 and um and i, and I think we did have a chat after that yeah um, but i so my life has opened i have like made it my mission to open up my life and live a really full life. So I've been trying all That's these good. new classes. Like I tried indoor skydiving and axe throwing and, um, gosh, like, um, different kinds of dance classes. And, um, I took an aerialist silks circus class, like mm -hmm. just doing amazing things. I went to Peru and climbed up and over the Salkante pass and, then on to Machu Picchu. And um, my next big adventure, which is coming up in May, I will be riding my bike across northern Spain on the Camino oh, de Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. That's great. And that, when is that happening? That'll be in uh, towards the end of May, I'll start. Yeah, okay. and I'll be, probably be there for about a month. So. Cool. Well, you're going to have to report <laughs> for, for sure. us. We'll, we'll, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a uh, special reporter on your uh, on your trip and send us updates. <laughs> for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll publish it. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm sure that the um, 
you know, the writing and the marketing of once a book publishes brings all kinds of interesting stories. So, so share some of that with us. What was it like when you first went to a bookstore and said, oh, there's my book, I'm going to buy one? <laughs> yes, well, yeah, marketing a book. So I think, I, maybe I always thought this, I don't know if other people think this, but I thought when a book's published, like, oh, yay, great, it's out there. But no, now the real hard work comes and you got to promote it and just get it in front of people. Yeah. And, um, and so one of the first places um, that picked up my book is the Boulder Bookstore on Pearl Street in Boulder, Colorado. And I went in there um, to take a video for social media and kind of dork out over my book being on, it's on the top shelf under new releases. Dork out, that's um, great. (laughs) And so I'm standing there trying to be nonchalant and the place was packed because it was around the holidays. And I see my book up there and um, there's this a couple other people around in that same new release area and there's this younger gal standing next to me and and she just keeps looking at me. I'm looking at her kind of awkwardly and I think she's probably like, what is she doing standing there? And I, um, I finally just um, said to her, hey, are, are you looking for a good book to read? <laughs> and I grabbed my book off the shelf and I'm like, this is a great book. And, and then she goes, oh, really? And, and then I just chuckled and I said, well, I, I, it's, I just released this. I, you know, I just um, published this book. And she goes, oh my gosh, you know, I said, yeah. So forgive me as I kind of dork out over it. And, and she said, oh, well, as you should. And, and so I just took a few photos and video and I put it back up there and I walked away. And I went to another part of the bookstore because as soon as she was gone, I was going to go back and do a little more dorking out, right? Yeah. So um, a few minutes later, I'm I'm standing there in another part of the store looking at some other books. And she comes up to me and she has the books, my book in her hand. She's kind of holding it in front of her chest. and And I see her coming towards me and there's this older guy behind her and and she's like rissa oh there you are and i said oh yeah she said she said i i'm gonna buy your book and i was like oh my gosh thank you so much for the support yeah and she goes well and i want you to meet my father he has acromegaly oh my god yes (laughs) i was like what? Wow. what? Like, what are the chances of me standing next to, his, you know, his daughter, you know, and, and I'm, you know, being all funny about my book. And then she she must have grabbed it after I walked away and, and read the back cover. Yeah. And um, and like and then she's there with her father who actually lives in San Francisco and um, and they just happen to be in town at the Boulder bookstore visiting for the holidays. Did that blow you away? I mean, oh my gosh, yes. So he and I stood there talking for probably a good 40 minutes. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it was just incredible. And he he has a great story. Um, I think he was diagnosed um, pretty early on, but he, he very much had some of the struck like facial structures yeah yeah um wow and um 
but as from what I understand, he's in remission now. He, yeah. They they got the tumor all out of there, and um, wonderful. And so yeah, and they've he's emailed me and was just like, oh my god, your book it just so much resonates with me, and he loved it, and so it was Talk just about serendipity, no? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. That's like my skeptical mind, you know, is like, okay, maybe there is something magical in the universe it's, going on. It's this, this whole cost. <laughs> cosmic thing that you and I have yes. talked about so many times. Yes. You know, this yes. cosmic connection that people have. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a great story. Uh, and it makes you think about, um, yeah, it's a rare disease, but not that rare. And, you right. know, and the number of people that are probably running around uh, with a pituitary tumor that have no clue and are trying to deal with it. Uh, yeah. We just heard uh, you know, our story from our their, our Grand Rounds episode with uh, a Cushing's patient, that same story. I mean, just six years of going around not uh. knowing what it is. You know, when you go through something like that, you go, oh, my God, if we could just have one person diagnosed earlier, I think that's like a bunt here is a home run. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. you have other... Other books in the works, or now that now that you tasted the the how how easy it's going to become for you to write write books, you know, is that something that yeah. you, you're thinking about? Uh, yeah, it's it, it's funny because it's kind of like my first Iron Man after I yeah. crossed the finish line of my first Iron Man. I was like, I will never do another Iron Man, and then and then you forget about all the pain and suffering, and then you're like, oh. And all of a sudden, you find yourself training for another Ironman, you know. So, so, and I think that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, I've I've already started writing my second book. Okay. Um, and it's it's still evolving. I I think often authors go through kind of like what they think the book's going to be about, and it ends up kind of evolving into something different. Yeah. Or, yeah, taking a yeah a different direction than you had anticipated or yeah. planned. Yeah. Yeah. Did you find the process of that happening easy or frustrating? No, because no, I am my worst critic, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm such a critic. Like I, and it got to a point where I had I couldn't look at it like anymore without like objectively. So I, mm -hmm. I had to hire an editor and I kept just getting in my own way and I would rewrite some of the same sections and, and she would be like, you're essentially saying the same thing. Yeah. And so, so it really, so I needed outside people to come in and be like, Rissa, put the pen down, yeah. put it down. <laughs> so It's amazing so, what yeah. an editor can do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I remember when I, I wrote up an article for a journal many, many years ago on, on Mark on elder abuse, actually, of all things. And it was a PR taken. I thought it was perfect when I sent it to the editor. It came back. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was. But the amazing thing was not that they changed anything on the, 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 the paragraphs were left intact. What they did with my, my uh, um, article was rearrange it. Yes, and it was like yes. a thousand percent better. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. So anyway. Totally. And and the, and my editor was very helpful in kind of helping me structure the story in a yeah. better way, for yeah. sure. So, so Risa, why don't you tell us uh, how people can find the book, 
uh, so they can hear it. And then, as I said, we'll put the links. So, but right now you, you're on Amazon. Yeah, I okay. mean, my, my book. I mean, uh, you can pretty much find it anywhere. Anywhere, okay. Uh, but you know, some people like you can get it through Bookshop. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble online, um, and then it's scattered throughout the country in certain bookstores. But if you do a search, it, it, like if you want to support a local bookstore, chances are they'll either have the book or they can get it for you. So, um, but yes, Amazon is a good place to start. Um, and you can go to my website, which is rissaaugust.com. And that's Rissa with one S and August, just like the like month. The month. So. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Okay, and we'll, we'll get those links on the... Uh, on the book is there so i thought maybe we close this by maybe you can read us a paragraph your favorite maybe if you want to uh okay. just i love the way you wrote it um because it's chatty it's um it's really uh uh how do you genuine you know it comes through uh your it's it's transparent and it, it comes through really nicely the the uh, you know the dialogue you have with yourself sometimes it's it's really interesting so <laughs> I I was really impressed I think it's very good so I recommend anybody that wants to read it to pick it up and give it a read and then get back to you with some feedback and get back to us as well yeah that would be really great I really wanted to be honest and and simplify my story it, I didn't need to make it more complicated than it was I wanted it to speak to anyone going through challenging times in their life. And um, and uh, and just fair warning to everyone, there are some F-bombs in, <laughs> in my book, so. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> okay, so let me find. Okay, so I'm gonna read a short paragraph okay. from, um, from chapter two called Not Crazy, and um, it's one of my um, kind of a, a really important moment in my story. Great. Okay. Okay. So I'm not crazy, I said quietly, and she stopped talking and looked at me intently. I repeated it louder, as if finding my voice for the very first time. So you mean to tell me I'm not crazy? I could see the understanding light up in her face. I'd, knowed, I'd known something wasn't right in my body for years. Seven years of being dismissed by doctors, seven years of normal blood tests, seven years of inexplicable weight gain, pounding headaches, and symptoms no one could explain to me. And now she was telling me there was a reason, a life-changing, scary reason with a weird sounding name, sure, but a real reason. Tears began to well in my eyes and suddenly there was no stopping the floodgates from crumbling and spilling forward all the years of having to swallow what doctors and lab results told me. This was the only thing that mattered in that moment for me, validation. Rissa, said Jessica, full of compassion now, you, are not crazy. She shook her head and repeated herself. You are not crazy. I fucking knew it. <laughs> wow, that's great, Risa. That's fantastic. <laughs> On that note, I think we should uh, 
<laughs> that's a great that's a great paragraph. Yeah. That is that one of your favorites, I'm sure. Is yeah, well, and because it was such an important <laughs> moment in my yeah. whole journey. Is it was it is it difficult to read it? Uh, I'm definitely emotional. Well, I tell right you, it now. got me too. <laughs> That's why I'm asking because it would be difficult for me to read that if it, you know because yes, it brings I'm definitely, it brings back yeah. so many uh, uh, memories too. You know. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, well, listen, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this. Wonderful. So grateful. To, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much. We are looking forward to having Risa in one of our live programs to chat more about her experiences and the struggles that all of us are constantly dealing with. We hope you'll tune in and call in to share your thoughts and experiences. Please stay tuned for those dates. In the meantime, please keep listening, reading and sharing our content anywhere you can. And if you'd like to make a donation, please visit pituitaryworldnews.org and click on the donate button. Thank you, and thank you for listening.